It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights fall to the Detroit Red Wings 5-2, the final score in this game. To help us break this one down, we bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. Uh, you know, Dan, when you look at this game, it was an opportunity for the Golden Knights to turn this good road trip into a great road trip. Uh, and then the game just kind of gets away when you have a couple of power plays that you don't convert on in the first period and the Detroit Red Wings go two for two in the first period as well. What were the differences yesterday? Power play and goaltending. What yeah. were the differences today? Power play and goaltending, except it went for the other team, right? It was Leonard fantastic in yesterday's game. Knights finally strike on the power play to the tune of two power play goals. And today, they could not score on the power play, but surrendered a pair of power play goals. And Thomas Grice was fantastic. And Lauren Brossois, I'd say two of the four goals that he surrendered were uh, not ideal. So not that giving up a goal is ever ideal. You get the idea. Um, that's what happens. He hadn't played since last week, 11 days ago in Dallas. And a goaltender in the backup category has to be sharp. And a part of that job, uh, keeping that job, is being sharp even if you don't play for a while. Now, Brossois had given up two goals in that overtime win in Dallas. The Red Wings are a, a more dynamic offensive team than are the Stars. But uh, I think what you, uh, what you come down to here is that the Knights ran into a very good Thomas Grice because uh, even if you take back those two goals that Brossois gave up that you didn't like, um, the Knights only ended up with two goals, right? <laughs> yeah. Vegas still would have lost the game. You know, and, and you look at the fact that the, the Golden Knights started this game much better than they did, I think, any of the, uh, any of the previous three games on this road trip. Uh, you have to at least take that into account and take that out of this game, that the Golden Knights, they, they focused on the start of the game, and it was certainly better from a process standpoint for them. No doubt about it. And it's, it's weird how sometimes one game bleeds into the next, but sometimes another game does not bleed into the next. You know, trying to figure all of that out is... You know, it's probably a colossal waste of time. You know, baseball, they say next uh, momentum is as good as the next day's starting pitcher. You know, if, if Robin Leonard were in goal, maybe, you know, you think about his momentum carrying over from a hot goalie standpoint, but we'll never know. Um, we'll hope that Robin Leonard is, uh, continues his strong play when he goes back on the ice on Tuesday. You know, bright spot for the Golden Knights, Nick Waugh, goal and an assist in this game. He continues to pile on the points, and he's really showing himself to have some chemistry and to be able to drive offense with Marcia Owen-Smith. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed asking the question of coaches and players alike, what makes Nicholas Waugh a good fit to play with Marcia Owen-Smith? And, and it is often the response, Ryan, similar to what you and I discussed a couple uh, broadcasts ago, and that's Nick's high hockey IQ. Riley Smith said that. Ryan McGill said the hockey smarts. And earlier today on the pregame show, we talked to Pete DeBoer about it, and he talked about the work ethic. He said that Nick has a similar game to William Carlson in the respect of work ethic. Obviously, there are differences in the kind of players they are, but similar characteristics. So uh, you, you could see that why uh, the, uh, the maturity, which was always there, is not rattled because he's in a higher profile position, right? When you're down in the lineup, you're getting certain minutes, you can almost be the leader of the bottom six. 
uh, does it work when all of a sudden you're asked to be a centerpiece of the top six? And in Waz's case, the answer is yes. And the, the production speaks for itself. Uh, you talk about the two points, but you know, he's got his eight points now, Ryan, uh, but that is you know, only in the, the games that he's played and having missed a couple games to start the season. But then you look at the five points in three games uh, and two points here today. So for Nick Watt, if, if, if nothing else, the Knights have some confidence in that group going forward to be the, the top line in Carlson's absence. Now, what are you expecting from Vegas on Tuesday night against the Seattle Crack? And obviously, it's a, it's a four-game road trip, long road trip. Uh, now the Golden Knights come home to open up a six-game homestand. What are you looking for from Vegas on Tuesday night? I think that given the, the way that this trip finished, there was uh, some eagerness to return home. It not only was a four-game trip, this, the, you know, they didn't have road trips this long last year, yeah. as Alex Petrangelo told us on the pregame show. Not to mention that they were in Toronto for a few days. You know, they, they were there a couple of full days before they ever played a game. So it's even longer than just four games might seem. And to be back home, all the, the creature comforts and that sort of stuff, uh, get back to business and maybe closer to, you know, getting uh, some, uh, some synergy and all that stuff. Plus, they'll play a team that they've already played against and already beaten in the Seattle Kraken. And, um, you know, what kind of Kraken team do the Knights see on Tuesday? Is it, uh, you, know, they, they've, you know, they've had their ups and their downs. They've had some exciting moments, but they have not come close to the incredible start that the Knights had to begin the franchise four years ago. Well, as always, Dan, thank you for joining me here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Safe travels back here to Las Vegas, and we'll chat with you on Tuesday. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate it. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, as the Golden Knights fall to the Detroit Red Wings 5-2 in tonight's game. Vegas 6-6, six six, 500 on the year. We're back with more, presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Triple A Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall to the Detroit Red Wings five to two. The final score in tonight's game: Vegas six and six on the year will take on the Seattle Kraken Tuesday. T-Mobile Arena, seven o'clock puck drop, six o'clock pregame show. There, the postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. I'll tell you, Will Carrier took a beating tonight. An absolute beating. He took a, a puck to the face. Didn't miss a shift, though. So that's positive for the Golden Knights. I think what you're kind of hoping for right now is you're, you're trying to play around with the timelines in your head for the Golden Knights and when they might get healthy again. And, you know, the main timeline that you're working with is Max Pacioretty, who you're thinking probably three to four weeks away. Kind of that's where you're, you're falling right now on when you might get Max Pacioretty back. You know, William Carlson still about five weeks. Uh, Mark Stone, no real timeline here for Mark Stone as, you know, I think we've kind of bridged the day-to-day to week-to-week -to -week and, and now we're well into week-to-week -week on Mark Stone. Um, and then beyond that, obviously, the, the bigger question surrounds Jack Eichel and when he may be available to the Vegas Golden Knights. The expectation on the surgery is that it will happen this week and 
We'll get to that in a moment. Let's go to Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. Golden Knights postgame report is brought to you by Finley Automotive Group. With 20 dealers in Nevada, you are never far from Finley. Some big steps on the road trip. 500 coming home. Here's Pete DeBoer. Pete, it felt tighter than a 5-2 game out there. How did you view this one overall? Yeah, it was it was tighter than that. Um, I, I really liked it. was probably our best first period of the trip. Um, you know, and we're down 3-1. So, um, like the hockey gods evening it up for last night. Um, but uh, I thought we hung in there and we battled back. I knew they'd push in, in the second and they were better. Uh, I thought we pushed back hard again in the third. Uh, just was one of those nights where, you know, they, they found some ways to score some goals from some awkward angles and things. And, and uh, you know, their goalie made some big saves at key times. We've talked a lot lately about how with all the injuries, you're going to have to kind of scrape and claw for every single point that you get. Knowing that, how encouraging was it to see the guys continuing to scrape and claw, even though they didn't capitalize, they didn't give up in this one? Yeah, I, I loved our effort uh, through it. I mean, you know, we weren't perfect. Uh, tough, tough game back-to-back -back at the end of a tough trip. And uh, I thought our effort was really good. We made some mental mistakes. Uh, it was one of those nights where the mistakes we made, the puck ended up in the back of the net. How did you see Bruce Wall improve as this one went on? He made some big saves in the third. You know, I think, uh, you know, he would have liked, you know, at least one back in the first. But, uh, listen, we ask him to play, you know, once every two, three weeks. It's not an easy thing to do. So there's going to be some some uh, uh, jitters going in in the first period that he's got to work through, and we know that. And, you know, he, uh, I thought he gave us some saves in the third to keep us in there, to give us a chance to get the goalie out to to get some good looks. Whenever you look at all four games of this road trip, what are the biggest building blocks that you're taking back home with you? Well, I, I think we're, 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 we're scraping out points. Um, you know, these are, it's tough to win on the road anytime. It's particularly tough when you've got injuries to key people and, and multiple guys, but uh, I'm, I'm proud of our, our group's resiliency. You know, they're not making excuses. They're, they're coming out and they're working and, you know, we're finding a way to, to uh, be competitive. Marcia So and Wall both came up big again tonight, and they had several chances outside of their two goals. What are you seeing from them and their their resiliency and how they're taking things into their own hands? Yeah, I think our veteran guys have, have really taken a big step here. I think, uh, you know, they, they've looked at the challenge, and uh, they're trying to lead some of the younger guys that we've, we're putting in the lineup, uh, you know, that uh, in the right direction. And, and I think all those guys, uh, Smith, Marshy, Nick Waugh, you know, Jan, Mark, uh, all those, all those veteran and the veteran D are all doing a good job. Great, thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Pete. That was head coach Pete DeBoer as he addressed the media after tonight's game. A couple of things that stand out for me um, is that when you look at this game, you look at the start for the Golden Knights. It was as good a start as they've had over the last four games. It was better than their start against Toronto. It was better than their start against Ottawa. It was infinitely better than their start last night against the Montreal Canadiens and yet they find themselves down three to one after the first period and you know you look at it and I thought Pete saying that's the hockey gods evening things up after last night maybe that's you know tongue-in-cheek but I, I think it it's important to understand that this is one of those games uh, where you look at it and you talk about process versus results sometimes the process will be there but the, re the results won't this was kind of what that looks like for the Golden Knights. Process in the first period was really, really good. 
unfortunately for the Golden Knights, a couple of power plays, a couple of mental mistakes there, and the puck's in the back of the net. And you know what? The Detroit Red Wings, they're a team now that's dynamic enough and talented enough to be able to break games open on the power play. The puck movement from Detroit on the power play was something else. It was next level in this game. So for the Golden Knights, I, I don't know that, you know, you look at this one and you're you're too sour about it or upset about it. I mean, you know, a couple of saves here and there, maybe it's a different game. You have a different feel, a different outlook. But, you know, for me, this is one of those games where the Golden Knights played better than their wins, but you just don't end up getting the results at the end of the day. So uh, a couple of things there. The effort good, uh, mental mistakes, that's what Pete DeBoer kind of kept coming back to. Those were the f- refrains for the Golden Knights. So now it's about kind of putting all of these building bo- building blocks and pieces together through 60-minute efforts over the next six-game homestand. For the Golden Knights, this next stretch, these six games are going to be very, very big and important in continuing to tread water and keep your head above water in the absence of Stone and Pacioretty and Eichel and Carlson. And as we mentioned, as as far as Eichel goes, surgery expected sometime this week and then three to four, four to five, somewhere in that ballpark in terms of months before Jack Eichel is available to the Vegas Golden Knights. We're back with the highlights next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights fall to the Detroit Red Wings. 5-2, the final score. Detroit opportunistic in the first period with a couple of power play goals and that's really where the game changed for the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's take a look at the highlights in the game as we go all the way back to the first period and you know it's early. The Golden Knights kind of carrying over what they did well in the second and third period last night against Montreal and Nick Waugh opening the scoring just three minutes in. To the near side board still in the zone. Theodore to the left. Petrangelo cruising in. Feeds Waugh. Shoots. He scores. Nicholas Waugh. Vegas takes a 1-0 lead four minutes in. Second goal of the year for Watt, and he's had the touch, especially since finding himself on the top line. That's Nick Waugh, his second of the year from Alex Petrangelo and Shea Theodore at 3 minutes 48 seconds of the first period to make it 1-0 Vegas. The Red Wings would get their first power play opportunity of the game, and Lucas Raymond would tie it. Out at the point side, to the right side, Zadina gets it down low, Bertuzzi to the left, they score! Great puck movement, they tried and tried, and Lucas Raymond finished it off. 1-1 tie on the power play goal. That's Lucas Raymond, his sixth of the year from Tyler Bertuzzi and Philip Zadina at 8-17 in the first period to make it 1-1. That a power play goal for the Detroit Red Wings. Just two minutes later, Robbie Fabry would give Detroit the lead with another power play goal. Tudor in the slot, across to the right, a shot, score! Power play goal, two in two minutes. Two to one, Detroit takes the lead. That's Robbie Fabry, his third of the year from Pius Suter and Nick Letty at 10-13 of the first period. Another power play goal makes it two to one, 
Detroit. Then late in the period, the Red Wings expanding on their lead. Pius Suter takes advantage of a neutral zone turnover to make it 3-1. Jake loses the puck in the neutral zone, stolen by Letty. Hand for Hironik, he shoots, blocked. Rebound, another shot, they score! Pius Suter, 3-1 Detroit. That's Suter, his third of the year from Philip Hironik and Nick Letty at 18-28 of the first period to make it 3-1 Detroit. For as well as the Golden Knights played in that first period, for as good of a start as it was for the Golden Knights in this game, they find themselves down 3-1 after the first 20 minutes. We'd head to the second period. Not much going on for either team in the second period except the Red Wings finding the back of the net on a weird play midway through the period as Vlad Nemesnikov would beat Loren Brassois from a sharp angle. Now below the goal line, left side, it deflects in! At the left goal line, the opportunity for Sam Gagne. It rattled off Brassois and in behind him, 4-1 Detroit, 9-21 to play second period. Vladislav Nemesnikov with the goal, his fifth of the year from Mitchell Stevens and Sam Gagne at 10.39 in the second period to make it 4-1 Detroit. The question for the Golden Knights going into the third period, how much did they have in the tank? How much was this team going to be able to push and try to get back in the game? The answer came off the stick of Jonathan Marcheseau, who scored his sixth of the year to get the Golden Knights to within two. Down the far boards. Tie up, Wah gets it back, Marcheseau shoots and scores! Jonathan Marcheseau whips it home. Sixth goal for Marcheseau, and the Knights are within two with 15.35 to play in regulation. That's Jonathan Marcheseau, his sixth of the year from Nick Wah at 4.25 of the third period to make it 4-2 Detroit. We talked about the third period, the Golden Knights, they accomplished the first goal. You get one within the first five minutes. You also needed big saves from Loren Brassois. You look at some of the goals allowed in this game, you know that he wants to make some different plays. His opportunity here is in the third period, and Loren Brassois came up with our AAA insurance save of the game. Wings in the offensive zone. Sider at the right point. Challenge down high, but he got the puck away. Out in front, the shot, save Brassois! What an opportunity on the doorstep, and Pius Suter was denied. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. So the Golden Knights would continue to press. Pete DeBoer would pull Loren Brassois. Four minutes and eight seconds left of the third period. He would give the game over to his best offensive players and the Golden Knights would do everything but score. Thomas Grice was very, very good, and Tyler Bertuzzi would ice the game with an empty net goal. The draw, won by the wing, shot toward the empty net. They score! Into the empty net for Tyler Bertuzzi with 10 seconds to go. 5-2 Red Wings. Tyler Bertuzzi, his ninth of the year, unassisted empty net goal, 1949 of the third period to make it 5-2 Detroit, and all that was left in this game was the final call. Bertuzzi was available to play in there. Well, he's a dangerous player. 
Final horn signals the end of this contest, and the Red Wings down the Knights by a final score of five to two. And there you have it, five to two, the final score. Detroit defeats the Vegas Golden Knights. From the Golden Knights' angle, you look at Nick Waugh continues to pile up the points, a goal and an assist. I thought he was really, really solid for the Golden Knights tonight. Um, you, you know, you're giving an opportunity to a young player to, to be more than what he is in the lineup right now. And when you look up and down the lineup for the Golden Knights, when you look at the guys that have been given a higher sense of responsibility, when you've looked at this lineup and players that have been asked to do more, to be more, I don't think anyone's really run with it the way that Nick Waugh has. Maybe Nick Haig, like maybe you can make the argument for Nick Haig because he has elevated minutes playing with Alex Petrangelo. But for me, for my money, Nick Waugh was put into a spot with Marcia So and Smith, and he has excelled there. He has absolutely found another level to his offensive game. It's unfortunate that the two points go to waste here tonight for the Golden Knights for Nick Waugh. But again, we've talked about the road trip. We've talked about this team and what they need to be with all of the injuries that they have been dealing with. This is a 500 road trip, road trip and a 500 team. That's what you're expecting. That's what you need them to be. And that's where the Golden Knights are right now, 12 games into the season. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights fall to the Detroit Red Wings 5-2. The final score, Detroit is a different team this year they are a different team tyler bertuzzi continues to rack up the points lucas raymond continues to impress moritz cider strong game the puck movement on the power play like this is a very different detroit red wings team and you know for the golden knights it it wasn't going to be an easy game for a number of different reasons it wasn't going to be an easy game from a schedule perspective and, you know, both teams coming into this one, back-to-back situations with travel. Uh, but for the Golden Knights, you know, I, I give them a lot of credit. I really do in the third period for pushing as hard as they did. I thought midway through the second they kind of lost their legs a little bit. But I, I was encouraged by the Golden Knights' press in the third period. This was a team that was hunting down two points. They weren't content to just let this one go. They were trying to get back in the game. And, you know, moral victories, whatever you want to call it, I like the show you got from the Golden Knights in the third period. They didn't just pack it in, and that's kind of what you're hoping for. That's what you're looking to see from a team in a tough spot. So for me, third period, I give the Golden Knights high marks. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And, you know, for the Golden Knights, they were needing a good start to the game. They got that. It's Nick Waugh opening up the scoring. And then penalty issues, power plays for the Detroit Red Wings. Really two in a two-minute span. And Detroit finds the back of the net on both of them. So for the Golden Knights, as good as the start was in this game, a couple of power play opportunities two minutes later, 
you're behind the eight ball. You're down two to one. And then a late goal in the first period makes it three to one. And it felt at that point a bit insurmountable. Now, again, I think the Golden Knights battled through. You get a, a goal early on in the third period from Jonathan Marcheseau to give a little bit of belief. But at the end of the day, Thomas Grice was dialed in. The Detroit Red Wings did just enough and the Golden Knights were never able to find that next goal to make it truly uncomfortable on Detroit. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Shows next. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show. Presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended post-game show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. You know what to do. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. It's your post-game show. We want to hear from you. Uh, not just on tonight's game. That's obviously free reign. Like, I, Give us a call. Let me know what you think about tonight's game from the Vegas Golden Knights. But beyond tonight's game, I want to know your thoughts on the four-game road trip and what has been a very busy week for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340. It's your post-game show. Don't think about it. Just dial the number and give me a call. I want your opinions. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing? Hey, very little thinking tonight. It was what it was. And if you had told me a week ago... Will you take four points on this road trip? I would have said, sure, I would have. Yeah. So, in, in essence, that's okay. It really is. It's it's kind of like the, the billionaire's library. The bookshelves are kind of dusty and ugly, but the middle, the books in the middle are impressive because our two efforts in the middle of this road trip were really, really impressive. And so, uh, maybe not as impressive, frankly, as the effort the kids gave in the third period, which was exemplary. And you couldn't have asked for much more than what they did. Uh, the the only other thing I'd well, first of all, no team has ever reached three goals in this season and not won the game if they reach them first. So you kind of get that attitude that well, there's the third goal, we're done. But I'm sure that won't be true all season. The only thing I'd be concerned about, and I'm sure it's going to change in the next month or so, is that the power play is taking care of itself somewhat, but the penalty kill is now in the bottom third, and it was the best in the NHL last year. And I don't care who is playing. These kids have got to buck up and get better at it. I I agree with you on that, Mike, but, I mean, the fact of the matter is you're you're talking about taking William Carlson and Mark Stone out of your penalty kill. And, you know, when you talk about guys that make that unit, so incredibly dangerous Uh, there aren't a lot of guys in the league like Mark Stone and like William Carlson that are so good defensively and dogs on the puck like they are so you know I I mean I think Nick Law is doing a a pretty good job I think that Keegan Colasar is filling in and trying to fill a role but you know as as good as Wah is as good as Colasar has been they're not Mark Stone 
and they're not William Carlson. No, of course it's going to get better by the end of the year. We know this. But uh, the only, as I knew you would, you're the rock of Gibraltar. And I think I will save my Jack Eichel comments for 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, okay? Okay, that's perfectly fine with me, Mike. Uh, thank you for the call. I, I am excited to hear what you have to say tomorrow on the VGK Insider Show, as I'm sure Chris Chapman is also excited to hear what you have to say then. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the point's well taken. Special teams for the Golden Knights simply have to be better. Power play, you get a couple of goals. I think you get a little bit of breathing room there. Uh, but you do need to make the power play a consistent threat. And then as far as penalty killing goes, that will get better. But more often than not right now, it's going to get better when you get healthy. Because as much as you're asking of Nick Waugh to create it five on five, asking him to be dominant on the penalty kill is also a little bit of a big ask. And, you know, you, you do need guys to fill in. You do need guys to step in and, and do something more than, than what they've been. Uh, but it's easy to understand and see why the penalty kill has taken a hit when you look at the names out of the lineup for the Golden Knights. Not to mention, Zach Whitecloud, not on the ice, not playing for the Golden Knights. He's a big, integral part of the penalty kill as well. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you hear me say that, dial the number right now to give me your thoughts on this week, tonight's game for the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Fernando. Fernando, how you doing? I'm doing good, Ryan. Hey, I'm very happy with this uh, four-game road trip going 2-2. Two and two. And um, I'm giving the Knights a B grade. Um, I believe Marshy has, what, four goals in three games? Yeah, he's, and, he's good. He's been really, really solid and consistent for the Golden Knights. And then um, hopefully in the six-game homestand coming up, uh, we can go either 5-1 and one or 4-2 and two and just stay the course for the rest of the season and just wait till everybody gets healthy and can get back. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, no, thank you for the call, Fernando. I, you know, it, it's interesting. As far as the homestand goes for the Golden Knights, uh, let's, I, I don't know that at this point in time with this team, as banged up as they are, uh, you're necessarily going into this six-game stretch expecting four and two or five and one. And we'll just kind of go through the homestand right now. Tuesday against Seattle, Thursday against Minnesota, Saturday against Vancouver, and then you run it back the next week. Tuesday against Carolina, one of the hottest teams in the league. Then Thursday the 18th against Detroit, who we've seen with our own eyes, proof of concept, they are a good hockey team. The Detroit Red Wings, they may not make the playoffs. They may not last the whole year, but right now in this moment, Detroit is very, very solid, and they're a good hockey club. And then you round it out with the Columbus Blue Jackets who, you know, early on this year, I think they're better than what a lot of people expected them to be. Elvis Merzlikens has been phenomenal in net for Columbus. And they're finding some goals. So, you know, you look at this six-game homestand, you want to skew it over 500 as much as you can. I get that for sure. But there are some tough games. Minnesota, Vancouver, Carolina, Detroit, Columbus – that's a tough, tough stretch for the Golden Knights. So you have to bank points when you have them available to you. I think if the Golden Knights play more often than not the way that they did in this game tonight and the way that they did in the opening 20 minutes, I think they'll find more wins than just every other game. 
but it's about that consistency and it's about that commitment to team defense being connected and the Golden Knights they were able to do it tonight and the result just didn't add up so for Vegas it's back to the drawing board for Vegas it's another opportunity to get back in the win column as you look ahead to Tuesday night's game against the Seattle Kraken 702 876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. The Golden Knights fall short tonight against the Detroit Red Wings, but this is your post-game show. I want you to give me a call right now. We're going to get to you on the other side of the break. Your most impressive player over the last four games over this road trip for the Golden Knights. Who is it? 702-876-1340. Most impressive player over the last four games. Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 702-876-1340. If you've thought about calling the show before and you just haven't done it for whatever reason, doesn't matter what the reason is, I want you to pick up the phone and give me a call right now. 702-876-1340. Checking in at the 12-game mark with this hockey club, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the Golden Knights 12 games in? 6-6, six and six, 500 hockey club. Mind you, they have played 10 games now without Max Pacioretty, without Mark Stone. Few games without William Carlson. Few games without Zach Whitecloud. I want to know what your thoughts are. Where are you at with this team as they go toward a six-game homestand that is not an easy stretch of games? It's just not. Now, I have contended that in the absence of those players I just mentioned, the Golden Knights have to be a 500 hockey club. They were 500 on the road trip. They're 500 on the year. They are about what I expect them to be without Stone, Pacioretty, Carlson, Whitecloud in the lineup. Nolan Patrick, I forgot about Nolan Patrick. He's not in the lineup either. I just, I I look at the amount of talent that's off the ice right now for the Golden Knights. 500 is what they should be. If you disagree with that, give me a call. 702-876-1340. Let me know why the Golden Knights should be above 500 in your eyes. That's kind of the main thing here that we're looking at is the team right now on the ice, to me, based on what they are, based on who's in the lineup, they're hitting my expectations. I want to know from you. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Lou. Lou, how you doing? Hey, Ryan. Doing good, buddy. You know, um, this four-game swing that these guys just went through is tough at full strength. Yeah. And to go play it with the guys that they had to lean on to get through it is is pretty amazing to come out of it 500. You know, would you like to win tonight in Detroit? Certainly. But uh, like I say, it, 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 with Stone and Patch ready and, and Carlson and, you know, everybody else healthy, it's a tough stretch to go through, man. And, you know, I look at those six games coming up at home, and my first inclination is to say, well, they should beat Vancouver. They should beat, you know, uh, Seattle. Hey, if they end up 500 then, much like what you're saying, I'm, I'm okay with that. If you come out a little bit ahead of it, great. But uh, 
just just you know hold the fort until the reinforcements get here, man. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Lou. I, I think for the Golden Knights, the, the beacon, the benchmark that you have to hit right now is 500. Any point you can grab above that line, then you're doing fantastic. But for the Golden Knights, it's about surviving this stretch without those players. And I think they've done a pretty good job of it to this point. They absolutely have. And I don't see a change, and they're actually starting to gel a little bit as a unit with the with guys that they've got in. I think they're going to be okay. Yeah, I agree with you, Lou. Thank you for the call. I, I think your your point about gelling is well taken, and that Nick Waugh has really come into his own with Marcheseau and Smith. I, I like that line. I like what it means for Nick Waugh, and I like what it means for Nick Waugh beyond just this period of time when he's lined up with those two guys. Seven zero two eight seven six thirteen forty is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I feel like uh, Lou kind of took the thunder out of everything I was going to say. Cause I was going to say a lot of times at full strength, you try and go onto a road trip and come back 500. And uh, was also going to talk about uh, the law doing well. But uh, I don't know what to say now. <laughs> well, I mean, you can expand on it as much as you want. I, and you know, as, as Lou pointed out and as you're, you're backing up here, like, when you're healthy, like, when, when a hockey team is fully healthy and they go on the road, the expectation isn't three of four. The expectation isn't five of six. The expectation is 500. And that's for a healthy hockey team. And the Golden Knights were able to do it undermanned in this situation. So it, it counts for something in my book. Yeah, and I mean, you know, just to, to look at it, it's not like we're just going out banged up, and you know, through the total 12 games, right? It hasn't just been, oh, we got banged up at this game, and we've been banged up since then. It's been, we got banged up at this game, and then had a game, and then, well, somebody else got hurt, and now we have to shuffle it around again. And then, oh, okay, now somebody else got hurt. So it's not like we, they've been able to play a ton of games in a row and really figure out what lines they want. They're, it feels like we're just finally kind of figuring out, all right, we're going to put Waugh up on, uh, with uh, Marsha and smith and we're going to uh, move guys around. And it, it, just, it feels like finally they're figuring out the defensive pairs without um, White Cloud in there. It's just I, I'm hopeful that it continues to stabilize. And like I said uh, yesterday, I didn't want to see anybody get hurt. I kind of caught my breath a little bit when Terry A <laughs> took, I believe, a puck to the yeah. So, you know, I, I was happy that he was able to get back out onto the ice. So, you know, more of that, more of nobody getting hurt. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Stephanie, thank you for the call. I, I think you touched on something that's important here. Uh, you, you said that things are starting to stabilize, and I agree with that because I think this four-game stretch for the Golden Knights is maybe the most stable the lineup has been all year long. It's really the most consistent game-to-game, as, as, as in who's been on the ice, who's been in for the Golden Knights, as it's been all year long. And I think you're starting to see some little building blocks in every single game that the Golden Knights can use to their advantage and hopefully put everything together on this upcoming six-game homestand. 702-876-1340. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Tim. Tim, how you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, uh, yeah, I have to agree about the, the development of Wah. He's just played a phenomenal job, and he's kind of st- stepping up to the plate. 
Um, I know we're not supposed to uh, blame injuries on the current condition of our wins and losses. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is, and, and that is a fact. However, I still think that the moves that the head office has made was too many, too quick, and it kind of lost the, the homogenation of the entire team. And they got to build that back before they can carry forward and, and get us where we should be. I like to see us a little bit over, over 500. How much over 500? Well, maybe, uh, maybe six, seven out of ten. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's, you know, like when you look at the Golden Knights historically under Pete DeBoer, they've been three out of four wins, right? Like three out of every four games they've won. That's that's about 725 in terms of your win percentage. And, you know, yeah. I, I mean, could it happen for this team? Sure, it could. You're going to have to get some guys to, to step into those roles and produce at a higher clip. And thank you, Tim, for the call. Uh, do I think they're capable of it? Absolutely. Do I think they have the right coach in place to to get maybe 600, 700 on the win in the win column in terms of their percentage over the course of five or seven games? I think they can. You get, you just got to take advantage of those stretches when you have them, and you got to try to bank as many points as you can while you have your big guns out of the lineup. So for me, I don't think it's in. I don't think it's impossible, but I don't think that that's the expectation right now. The expectation you're looking at for the Golden Knights is you want to win at least every other game, and if you can get a couple of extra points here and there around the edges, that's really what your focus needs to be on for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 5-2 to two the final. The Detroit Red Wings defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas 2-2 two and two on the road trip. 6-6 six and six on the season. 12 points in 12 games. 500. Take on Seattle Tuesday at home. T-Mobile Arena. And you look at this game. And this is probably going to be somewhat controversial to say. This is probably the best game the Golden Knights played on this road trip. Yeah, no, it is. It is. It is. When you look at the numbers, the best game statistically that the Golden Knights played on the road trip. Shot attempts were 70 to 47 in favor of Vegas. 70 to 47. Scoring chances 39 to 31 Vegas. High danger chances 18 to 15 Vegas. They generated a lot in this game. Thomas Grice was just very, very good. And sometimes you'll run into a hot goalie in much the same way we talked about the Montreal Canadiens running into Robin Leonard last night. Montreal didn't have a way to get back in the game once Vegas got rolling because Robin Leonard was so, so good. And, you know, sometimes that happens. If you were looking at the road trip as a whole and you were to told me that the Golden Knights went 2-2 two and two on the road trip and I only was able to watch the games without knowing the scores ahead of time, predetermined, you just take all the goals out of the game and you show me the rate of play, the two games that Vegas should have won were Ottawa and tonight against Detroit. 
And sometimes these things balance each other out. It was weird. It's been weird. It's been a strange season, to say the least. But for me, I don't, I don't look at tonight's game and, and get upset about it too much because I thought the Golden Knights played relatively well. They just simply didn't have finish when they needed it, made some mistakes, and the penalty kill let them down in the first period. And then from that point forward, Thomas Grice was dialed in, and Loren Brassois had a shaky start for Vegas. That's the margin of victory. That's the margin of error. It's so razor thin right now for this team that, you know, when you don't have it and another team can get some confidence in their game, it becomes harder and harder to come back. But I don't dislike the way the Golden Knights played tonight, and if they play like this more often than not, and this is kind of what you get night in and night out from Vegas, I think they're going to find slightly more wins than 500. I really do. But it's a process. It's been a process. And I think the Golden Knights are right on the cusp of figuring it out. We're back to wrap it up next. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, wrapping it up here. The Golden Knights fall to the Detroit Red Wings, 5-2 the final score in this game. Vegas 2-2 two two on the four-game road trip. Come back home to T-Mobile Arena, 6-6 six six on the year to take on the Seattle Kraken. And for the Golden Knights, overall, the road trip's a success in my book. You go 500, you find victories in games where Maybe you don't have your best start. Your last game of the road trip is perhaps your most complete game, uh, and you end up losing 5-2. to Sometimes that's how hockey goes. You get outshot 20-1 to in the first period against the Montreal Canadiens. You're down 2 to nothing, and you win that game 5-2. to And then sometimes you come back the next day, you play well, you run into good goaltending, you get a team that is really clicking on all cylinders on their power play. They score a couple of goals, and you end up losing 5-2. to two. The results probably should have been swapped between the Montreal game and the Detroit game, but the fact of the matter is the Golden Knights do what they needed to do on this road trip. They pick up four points, pick up two wins out of the four games, and they go home feeling, I think, pretty good about the process as they take on the Seattle Kraken on Tuesday night, 7 o'clock puck drop, 6 o'clock pregame show. That's going to do it for us here. Thanks to Jeff Rubino for making sure I sound okay on the air. Thanks to Chris Chapman. That's right, Chris Chapman making sure we stay on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your postgame show. It's not as much fun without you. Until Tuesday, have a great night, everybody. We'll see you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.